Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Okay, recording is in progress. Zoom just told me. That means we're live. John, are you here? Brandon, welcome back. Thank you. Happy to happy to be back. Uh and Stu is also here. Hi, Stu. Hey guys. Uh how's it going? Oh, it's going. Uh well, welcome to the Sportive. This is episode 338, most likely. Uh, and we're gonna start this episode out the same way we start out all our episodes, which is a quick update on how Canon Falls football is doing. John? Well, you know, the one thing the listeners love on this podcast is when we talk about live scores, and doubly so when we talk about high school football scores. So I've got a couple of playoff scores for you tonight. First of all, the most important game of the night, Ortonville is currently losing the Sleepy Eye 14-0 at home. That's nothing. Uh, so That's nothing for Ortonville. Ortonville's got to pick it up in the fourth quarter. They got this. And also... In a game of interest to Chicken, who is not here because he's at this game. Uh, currently in the third quarter, Cannon Falls is just, they're eking one out over Pine Island, 53 to nothing at this point. 53 Jesus. to nothing right now. God Christ. monsters of Cannon Falls. And when I, was looking up the, when I was looking up the score, I also discovered that 11 days ago, these two teams also played then. And the final score was Pine Island 13, Cannon Falls 80. Oh. 80 to 13. And dynasty rushing, rushing yards in that game. Mm-hmm. Pine Island rushed for negative three yards. Cannon Falls rushed for 638 yards. <laughs> I was expecting a lot and you still got me. <laughs> even six, that's that's even a lot for if you thought I was joking. That's mm-hmm. just so, so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that the the first round of the high school playoffs are ridiculous in Minnesota. Rest in power, Pine Island. We hardly mm-hmm. knew you. Are we cheering for right. Cannon Falls because Obviously Chicken would be happy or yeah. do we want them to lose so he can come back to our beloved podcast more quickly? What do you care well, about, I, him or you? I, I care about him. Well, mostly I care. Not me. Who, there, there's nobody more hateful in the world than Chicken's son who just absolutely ruins Chicken's life on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And he, <laughs> I think he's on the team. So we're cheering for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, what did he do for MEA? I he he dragged chicken to St. Cloud <laughs> so he could watch Mankato State get fucking drilled by St. Yeah. Cloud State. <laughs> the Gophers were playing the Gophers were playing North Dakota. The Gophers were playing North Dakota, which, you know, obviously one of the great series, one of the mm-hmm. things you want to be at. So his mm-hmm. son naturally dragged him to St. Cloud versus Mankato. Oh, delightful. That that God. That just made me so happy. Yeah. 
Chicken once again wins the Angry Father miserable. of the Year award. <laughs> Poor miserable man. <laughs> okay, uh, on to actual football. Can we do that? Actual football, not any of this fake football. Uh, on to older man football. Uh, we always love starting with our beloved Vikings. Um, Stu, as our resident Vikings uh, diehard, you uh, about a month ago now predicted that the Vikings would be nine and eight. You were yeah. more optimistic about them than the rest of us, probably combined. Mm-hmm. Now I have you now have the floor to either brag or amend your wins total. Nine and eight is what you started with. Yeah, boy. Um... Do you want to know some of the quarterbacks that are left in the Vikings schedule? <laughs> do you want to, Brandon? Do oh, you want boy. To? Oh, do I? Do I ever? Okay. Please hit me. Um, Sam Ellinger. I don't even know if that's how its name is pronounced. I don't either. I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> Taylor Heineke. Sam Ellinger. Taylor Heineke. Uh, former Viking? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, Zach Wilson. Um, we got who else have we got? We got Bailey Zappi here. Bailey Zappi. Um, another date with Justin Fields and Jared Goff. Okay, my God. Um, it's you're going to have to accept the fact that the Vikings are going to win double digit games this year and probably win the nope. NFC North. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> come to grips with it. No, no, no. Nope, you're going to have to come. With, nope, you're, nope, you have there's to. There's so fine. much that can go wrong. Oh yeah, have, I mean, I could. I, I think my nine and eight prediction could absolutely still pan out. Sure, because I mean, well, like, they have five wins right now. Yes, yep. five yep. wins. Yeah, you just named, I think, six quarterbacks mm-hmm. uh, that were all very bad. So they could lose one to mm-hmm. Sam Erlinger, yes. as you said. Yes, and still have ten wins. So they'd have to yeah. drop a couple and then not win any of the other ones against decent quarterbacks. And yeah. we're also playing Kyler Murray this week, who. Is not great either. So he's not playing well this year. He's got DeAndre Hopkins back. Um, mm-hmm. they, hop. yeah, they lost a heartbreaker to them last year on the last play of the game. But um, God, it's just all set up for him, Stu. It, it's it is literally this. It's I mean, it was well three weeks ago after the Gophers demolished Michigan State. We were talking about Jesus. The entire West is open for them. And then they basically just pooped everywhere for three straight weeks. Even <laughs> four straight weeks if you count the bye week, which they did. Um, they were so all in one in the bye week. Yes. So, yes. If anything can go wrong, it usually does. Yep. But the rest of the NFC absent Philadelphia is not, it's not good. Now, I'm so confused. You mentioned some very bad quarterbacks there. And those are only the bad quarterbacks that the Vikings are playing. There's yes. a, a whole bunch of other bad quarterbacks oh. that we aren't playing. My so question to you is, I feel like it was like three years ago when we were talking about the vast majority of teams had like pretty good quarterbacks. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, I feel like there's like eight good quarterbacks left. Mm-hmm. And then, you, then you're down to your PJ Walkers and whatnot. Yes. You could argue that Kirk Cousins is a top 10 quarterback and that not being a compliment to Kirk Cousins. Right. Yeah. You got to go, oh, come on. He's, is he having a down here? 
just by getting one year older, somehow it's that made him better. Not falling <laughs> off as precipitously as Russell Wilson and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have all at the same time. And Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Bill Rivers is gone. Uh, no, they he might just, come back. You never they, know. <laughs> Listen, the guy has like 14 kids. He's going to want to get he out of the house. need the money. Now. Right. If yeah, you need it's somebody just, down eight with two minutes left, that's your guy to be leading the charge. Well, like uh, Derek Carr. That's his name, right? For the Raiders. Derek Carr's good. Derek Carr's like a goddamn legend. He was the year. same player four seasons ago, yep. and he was like the 23rd best quarterback. Correct. They just all like Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield. It's horse yeah, shit. Like Jared Goff is a top 10 quarterback at this point. He's good. Danny Dimes. Team is- John's guy, Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones from the New York Giants. He's fine. <laughs> I mean, Russell Wilson got very bad. So that's another. There's probably like, so like five or six guys who are good just completely I've- dropped out. And no one we, really replaced them, right? Right. I don't think we talk enough about how Daniel Jones and Mac Jones are identical twins quarterbacking different teams in the NFL. That's a real accomplishment. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. They keep it under the radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, nobody like, nobody replaced was, them. Yeah. Justin Herbert was supposed to be like the future and he got hurt in the first week and he's been struggling all year ever since he got injured. And like Dak Prescott never got any good. I mean, he's like, he's, he's, been he's just okay. He, he was okay last week. I mean, he beat the Lions. So did the Vikings. Who cares? Yeah, um, right. Play, actually, I think they play uh, the uh, Sunday before Thanksgiving. So that's one of the actual, like, might be good quarterbacks who they play. Right. So, I, but it's just, I mean, after they lose to Buffalo in a couple of weeks, there's there's not a lot of sadness left. Smooth sailing. Oh. It's, I mean, it's, they'll still figure out a way to drown. There's but so much sadness. There's so I know, I know. Drowning just, in a puddle, face I'm, down in a I'm puddle on the sidewalk, saying, and drowning. I'm just telling you that they're just. I mean, okay, the Jets and the Giants are like both really good this year, record-wise, like the Vikings, but nobody believes in them. No, so they're they're like their upcoming schedule looks deceptively difficult because. Uh, the Giants are six and one, and the Jets are five and two. But who gives a shit? It, they're the Jets and the Giants. Sure. Yeah, right. But can't you say the exact same thing about the Vikings? Yeah. They're absolutely. good record wise, and nobody believes in them. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, them winning 10 or 11 games, I'm not saying they're good. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I think they might win 10 or 11 games. They're, they're absolutely going to win 10 or 11 games. You can, right. Wade, make sure to timestamp that one. Yep. But yeah. October I mean, twenty fifth, eight forty nine p.m. Just again, and obviously injuries could play. I mean, if they, if the Vikings lose Kirk Cousins, then yes, they will be in trouble. God, I heard myself say that just now. Oh boy, you didn't. Oh even... boy. But yeah, it's Whew. NFL's weird this year, man. I mean, it's weird every year, but it's bad. It's bad this year. Yeah, like, bad, product bad. is not good. I mean. When you get a halfway decent Thursday night game between Arizona and New Orleans and Al Michaels is like almost like coming in the broadcast booth. He's so happy. He's just, <laughs> there's like points happening and it's just, ah. it's been random in years past. And that's been yeah. kind of the, the newsworthy thing. But for the past three, four years, I found myself drawn to watching the NFL more. And I have, and I've talked about it on this podcast a bunch just because I thought like the quarterbacks are good and fun. So I want to watch. Watch it. And I have very little interest in any of these games. Monday night was, we just talked about a couple of those guys. Justin Fields, Justin and Bailey Fields Zappy, and versus Bailey Zappy. Me, the Bailey Zappy Mac Jones up the tune. Right. 
Right. Just Belichick's uh, going with a platoon. Just That's miss me with going. all of that. He's he's got Scott Leyes and Mike Pagliarulo going in there, um, and just getting drilled by the fucking Chicago Bears at home by 19 points. I. Ah, uh, so it's that just an awful, yeah. awful year for quarterbacks. Yes. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look up total QBR right now. You Patrick Mahomes them. and Josh Allen are up there. That's very yeah. good, right? Yeah, they're yeah, they're great. Now Tua is third, yeah, which is interesting because mm-hmm. I watched a half of football and saw the defenders drop like 14 possible interceptions. Yeah, yeah. So that's also a little smoke and mirrors coming back but, from uh, from a couple of injuries. Some of them fairly serious. Right. Right. True. But he should not, yeah. if he's our he third had, best quarterback, he had NFL, a brain injury. He did have a brain injury. Yeah. I'm not blaming him, but he is, he should not be third. There should be other quarterbacks who are better than Tua. The fourth right now is Geno Smith. Geno Smith, a guy, um, to your point, a guy who flamed out of the league in 2013 and 14. He was a yeah. starter for Jets for like a year and a half, and it's just been Tavares Jackson. He's been Cade McNown for the last eight years, and now he's like a top six quarterback, both fantasy wise and stats wise. It's it makes no sense. And then Nothing you got Lamar Jackson fifth. Okay, he's pretty fun yeah. to watch. And then yeah. again, we're Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, right, Cooper nice. Rush. I guess Jalen Hurts is good. I like Jalen a lot. Jalen Hurts is really fun. Mariota Cooper Rush. What Mariota? What he's not. He should be like the fortieth best quarterback, not the tenth. Yeah. I don't even. I didn't even know Atlanta had a team this year. I thought they just. Yeah, that they just paused. Yeah, <laughs> they just. We got to figure some shit out here. Out of out of an abundance of caution, we've chosen we not just, to have a team this year. The Atlanta we'll Falcons are sleeping on your couch. We'll be taking a gap year. We'll see you all next year. Yeah, I just what an odd, odd season. Maybe yeah. it'll get more fun. I don't know. I mean, it's the Vikings are going to be in the playoffs. It's fun. It's great. It is going to be fun. Yeah, and there You're is. You're going to get absolutely fucking boat raced by the Eagles if they play him again. But Yeah, it's the Eagles that's going to kill him. Yeah. Yeah, one good NFC team right now. Yeah, maybe it'll be a second one. Might be the Vikings. Might be someone we're not even thinking of right now. So who knows? Stu, can, Stu, can I ask you a favor? Can yeah. you say the name of the Atlanta NFL team again? The Atlanta Flacons? <laughs> is that not right? Isn't that the Flacons? Okay. Carry on. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, let's look at this week. I was um, a little surprised. Surprised? <laughs> We're just not saying words anymore. Whoa, this is <laughs> this is going downhill fast. I like it. Let's see where this We're goes. We're all having slow motion strokes. The it's king dull. has no pants. No. I was a little pants. surprised <laughs> and dismayed. Okay, surprised <laughs> and dismayed. I don't know why those are two hard words for me to say. Let's keep going. Um, that they are only three point favorites at home against Arizona this week. Do I have that right? That seems a little. That's so, just yeah. That's just that's basically a toss up. If right. I mean, home if you were the odds makers, there's there's absolutely no sense in not making the Vikings just to push every week. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's going to be you know a double doink field goal, mm-hmm. a fifty three yard pass with two minutes left on the clock. Something. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. going to be something sure. one way or the other. Yeah, they have. Uh, They've hit their quota for crazy shit happening at the end of the games already. Yeah. But a lot of time left, too. Again, that's how all the games last year were, and they lost all of them. Mm -hmm. So regression is (laughs) can sometimes regress in your favor. You do have to say, I know it's early. I know small sample size. I know that you can't prove the correlation between these things. But 
in terms of camp happy fun times, providing good vibes that are allowing the Vikings mm-hmm. to win these games instead of lose these games, maybe that's the secret. Maybe the coach is going around, <laughs> point, you know, finger guns in the hallway to everybody going, hey, buddy, I believe in you. Have a great day today. This is Maybe very good trolling. Very good trolling. I see what you're doing here, and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and they, they took their bye week, and the only trouble in bye week is a backup line lineman got in trouble in Miami. That's, that's nothing for us. That's nothing. That's, for the, the Vikings, Vikings, that's like that's one of their best bye weeks ever. That's like <laughs> Justin Jefferson should have like hijacked a school bus and drove it into the mall. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> that's the type of shit we're talking about usually. And uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those, it's, there are signs and there are portents. Um, I am, I've, I'm optim I'm cautiously optimistic. Okay. Oh, Timestamp that one as well. Word, which is the worst place to be in with the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> let's meet, let's meet back here after they pull the Gophers. Yeah. And, oh, God, I know we, <laughs> um, uh, listeners, we were talking in the green room beforehand. We didn't even talk about talking about the Gophers. That's yeah. how sad Gophers football has gotten in a month. So Just quickly. miserable. Just, it's so Jim Wacker like all oh, of a sudden. It hurt so bad. The expectations were there and they just mm-hmm. went away. And yet, the Vikings have um, Arizona this week. Then I believe it's somebody, somebody, Dallas, New England. Buffalo's in there somewhere. It's it's uh, it'll be something. That's I mean we'll we'll have a better answer on Thanksgiving night after the Vikings handle Bailey Zappi and or Mac Jones. <laughs> I'm the predicting Vikings. the Vikings are going to beat the New England Patriots. That's, Drop that's to cool. five and six on the season. Yeah, to get to get to five. And six. <laughs> yeah. So. Come back to the sportive on Thanksgiving weekend, everybody. There'll be a yeah. Black Friday sale, and uh, we'll see how stupid I sound right now. I love the uh, the optimism that we're, we'll be still recording. I mean, that's we're recording now. We're not going to be doing another one until mid December, I assume. Yeah, you never know. Um, we're we're just doing our best, taking it one day at a time. One day, not getting too high, not getting too low, letting the chips fall. They may give it one hundred and ten percent out here. Mm, that's right are you watch so are you as into the nfl this year as you are prior years Stu? Or are you kinda, it's about yeah. the, i mean i have more time now that's right that's right <laughs> um there's no i'm not sharing the entertainment channels with anyone else so um yeah it's it's just you know something i mean i don't we we, we cut the cord so i usually don't watch the espn game or um, if there's an nfl network game i don't really give a shit one way or the other unless it's like the vikings or something like that. So I'm watching the Thursday night game and, but not intently. Obviously the games have been so bad. You can like do whole projects with the game on in the background. And um, so yeah, just, you know, um, watching it like I normally do just a little more of it because I can. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think Zim dogs thinking about all this? Oh, right now, man, it's, he's gotta be, I don't know what he's, He's got to be firing an offensive coordinator somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Local through the just chain link fence at the high school. Hey, get over Friday here. Friday lights. Stand let where you the go, coaches pal. run off the field. <laughs> yep. You're out of here. Yep. Just, I walk at his dog, just tried to fire me. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so, man. Yep. That's tough. Yeah. Okay. That's football. That, that's football, everybody. Good football segment.
Oh, can we, okay. can we talk about the Packers? Oh, of course. Um, the they're they're, how bad they they're look. very funny. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun just to watch them struggle and lose and just struggle and lose at the same time. Aaron Rodgers is 26th in QBR oh, right now. He's so bad. And his receivers are worse. Mm-hmm. Better than Aaron Rodgers in QBR. Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Matt Ryan. Mitch Trubisky. Hell yeah. Oh, Uh, there's more. Jacoby Brissett and on and on. Man, this is just every, yeah, like I said, it's, I'm enjoying it right now. You know, we know it's like you're on a, you're on a run at the casino and you know, it can't last, but maybe it will, you know, that's. We should ask any Packer fans. You think it's time to swing a trade for Trubisky? Upgrade your quarterback situation? Yeah. When they're they're out of family court, they'll take that question from you. (laughs) Sorry, was that that was mean? Sorry, that has been one of the best parts of the NFL this year. They oh, it's been great! Really, really bad. Oh, just and they're going. They're playing at Buffalo this week on Sunday Night Football. Oh, okay, yes. that'll be fun. It will be good. All right, and of course, now that we're talking about it like that, the Vikings lose to Arizona and they yep. pull, get their shit together and beat Buffalo mm-hmm. on the road for a really impressive mm-hmm. victory. But I don't think either one of those things will happen, honestly. I really don't. I enjoyed Aaron Rodgers saying the loss was actually good. Yeah, I saw like, that. That's uh, what a shaman tells him to say. It's uh, one of those contrarian things. Like he said it while wearing bad. a bathrobe. During yeah. a press conference, he was wearing just a bathrobe. Yeah, I saw that. He's he's just cracking up right now. It's it's great. It's yeah. I mean it's not I mean it's between that and Tom Brady's struggles being the most divorced man in America and having to spend all that time in Tampa. Yep. And it's just, oh, schadenfreude is the victor, is the victor of the early NFL season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Should we move on? Other sports? Sure. John said he wanted to talk about Formula One. Ready. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about this Formula One season. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Let's start out with uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, Jonathan. Oh, Brandon, I, I think we made a good decision not doing a Timberwolves preview until four games had already gone by the, in the season. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. it is, uh-huh. you, you talk about, you talk about bad vibes. There are no Oof. worse vibes than those that are emanating from the Timberwolves right now. And I don't like, it's, it's not even Gobert being the fault of the bad vibes. No. I don't think. At least I will I, say I, I have been impressed by Rudy Gobert. I, I, I obviously had seen Gobert play, but now seeing him up close for four games, I didn't realize just how utterly incompetent he is at basketball. If he's more than three feet away from the basketball hoop, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. like if he's right next to it, he can dunk, he can lay the ball in. No problem. Mm-hmm. If he's anywhere outside the, the protected area, and he tries to shoot. It's like is yeah. it's like somebody took his a hands off and put them back on his on the wrong arms. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Even passing is like just come over to me and I'll hand it to you. Yeah, just he, come here. I'll hand it to you. Somehow he ended up on like the block about five feet away from the hoop, and he tried to turn and shoot, and he was being covered by somebody who's about six inches shorter. So all he had to do was turn around and just sort of do that that first shot in an around the world game and it was like it just shot out of his hands and missed the rim it was unbelievable 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I just think like the bad vibes are coming from guys who shouldn't be giving off bad vibes. Ant, mm-hmm. lazy, D'Lo, lazy, Jade McDaniels follows every 30 seconds. Really bad times right now. Like mm-hmm. four games. I get it. But just the way that the games have gone, even the wins have been pretty, pretty brutal. I mean, I've been busy, so I haven't really been able to watch more than I haven't. I don't know if I've watched a game cumulatively. Um, so I can't say uh, I have as much uh, experience on this season probably as, as you both do. But uh, what I've seen has been has been pretty, pretty ugly. Yeah, I mean, the first couple of games, they'd be leading by 15 at the end of the first quarter mm-hmm. and everyone get excited. And then somehow they'd be down by 15 in the third quarter. I it's just it doesn't feel like anything's working. It's they've got they've got Gobert, who is just Gobert. Gobert, at least, is always himself. Mm-hmm. He's never yep. he's never he's never trying to be anything he's not. But then you've got just three extremely strange different ways of guys who seem to believe that they should be like the number one guy on the team and are going about it wildly differently. You got an ant who thinks he should be a superstar, but has no idea how to be a superstar. He shot like he four said, for 17, one game. Yeah. Just awful. Just it, it's like, it, it's like he watched tape of nothing but Kobe Bryant on his very worst nights. And is just imitating that. Right. And you've got cat who is just, he's just the weirdest dude man he's uh, he's yeah. like he wants everybody to be happy but he also has a huge ego but he wants everyone around him to be so he's like trying to pass to go bear and the first game he tried to throw about 15 lobs to go bear and it, it worked fine but mm-hmm. then he's trying to get himself into the game and meanwhile you got Delo over there honestly i don't Delo's like trying to pull off his Delo act that he was good at when he had nobody else on his team, but now that he has other players on his team, he's just, he's almost a liability. Like the best thing they could do with D'Lo and I'm the best thing they could do is put him on the second unit with a bunch of worse players. And then he can just be the top dog on, on that unit. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's worth trying out there and put D'Lo out there with slow-mo and Austin rivers and Nas Reed or something. And D'Lo is pretty useful. When you got other guys who want to take shots, it's pretty not useful. Yeah. I also just Towns. He's just like basketball Kirk Cousins to me. Like, yeah, very good, but so annoying. I just cannot handle the press conferences. I can't handle his behavior on the court. He just doesn't, Mm -hmm. besides being awesome, which he is, he's not as good as he thinks he is. And I just am like, I don't know. It's, I mean, we've talked about it a whole bunch in this podcast, but it is, it is strange to me that he has never learned how to moderate his behavior on the court. And Mm-mm. part of that is, I remember talking about this before on the podcast. Every time he goes to the hoop, he's complaining about getting fouled. And there's two reasons for that. Number one, like I said, he can't moderate his behavior. He's been in the league for 45 years now, and he still hasn't learned. And number two, he's getting horribly fouled every time he goes to the basket. <laughs> there, there, there are dual reasons for this, but yeah. one sort of feeds into the other. Like he doesn't get the calls because partially because he's constantly complaining. And yeah. you would think that at some point he would learn, but he just can't learn. 
Yeah, the, it's basically, you know, the picture, the meme of the heartbreaking, the worst person, you know, just made a great point or whatever that photo is online. Mm-hmm. That should be a photo of Carl Anthony Towns. Because <laughs> I yeah, hate that he's, he's he is right a lot of the time. He yeah. just goes about it the worst possible way. He's just flailing and kicking and screaming and uh, he is who he is. Yes, you're right. Yeah. He is. He, he would have been very, a great soccer player. Yeah. He's just not going to change. And I don't know why we keep thinking he might. So I, I just, I just don't want this to become a, the tib season where they're like good and competent, but I just don't like watching them. I'm not worried about it yet. The other but I'm thing a tiny about, bit worried about it. The other thing everyone's, about this. Well, I mean, Wolf Twitter's in full blown panic. It's DEFCON 1. Uh-huh. But, um, the other thing about this new, this new look Timberwolves team is. They got everyone was talking about how is this going to work? How is this going to work with Towns and Gobert? And a lot of that focused on how is that going to work offensively? And well, this will work perfectly because Cat is, you know, the best shooting big man in league history. But the problem that they keep running into is all these guys that they want to have on the court together, they also have to be on the court defensively. And they, 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 this team would be so much better if they could. Every time they ran back on defense, they could sub in a different player on defense <laughs> and then sub somebody like changing on the fly. Because I, I think every team they've played so far has figured out, you know, if we put four guys who can shoot around the perimeter, they've got two guys who are among the slowest guys in the league that are not going to be able to run out to the three point line and defend anybody. So all we got to do is just pass the ball around until somebody's wide open. And I mean, that's that's two of the slowest guys in the league, plus D'Lo, who's not going to do much, and plus Ant, who suddenly is giving no effort whatsoever. And, you know, like you said, McDaniels follows somebody every time he turns around. So it's it's not good. Yeah, and then even then, there are these runs where they go up by 15 in a matter of a few minutes, and you can totally see it working. It seems unstoppable mm-hmm. when it's when it's going well. Uh, it seems really easy for them uh, and not a whole lot of teams, even the teams that win, that's not always the vibe. Um, but it's just, uh, yeah, it's not going to take much. I mean, three wins in a row happens all the time. It could happen and they'll be five and two in a week. And we're like, Oh, that's great. That's a, that's a very good record for, you know, this part of the season. And so it could happen. It could turn around. It's just the way they've been getting their asses kicked like effort wise that's no bueno no one wants to watch that yeah correct correct well we'll see what happens uh brandon stay tuned brandon Mm -hmm. do you have any thoughts on the los angeles lakers (laughs) it can always be worse it can always be worse (laughs) what are the two Uh, rules were um way older and had bigger contracts. That's the Lakers right now. It's amazing. Yep. They, uh, I just, I will never understand what on earth happened between winning the NBA championship and trading away all their good role players for a very bad player in Russell Westbrook that everyone knew (laughs) everybody, every single idiot casual fan knew on planet earth. This shit ain't going to work. And it has been even worse than everybody said. It's been unbelievable how bad that guy got. It not only has so not bad. worked, it has been 
actively the worst thing to happen to any NBA team. They traded him for like, I don't remember the exact particulars, but let's say like four quality, quality rotation players. Uh, halfway, a third of the way through the season, if they would have called back and to Washington and said, oh, God, we're embarrassed. This is not working. Can we have one of those guys back? They would have hung up the phone. Right. That's how quickly his trade value completely plummeted. If they call right now and said, hey, we gave you Kuzma. We, get, we gave up, Caru- not in the trade, but we gave up Caruso. We gave up uh, KCP and somebody else. Can we just get Kuzma back? That's it. You can keep all the other guys. Just give us the one guy. They would just laugh and laugh and laugh. It would never happen again. He is... I mean, I no, I don't know if I put it on Twitter. Um, they were winning the other day, and Russell we- and they were up by seven. And then Russell, because Russell Westbrook was on the bench, and they brought him back out, and he immediately was the worst four minute stretch of anybody I've ever seen play basketball. And of course, they lost, and he was a huge reason for it. Oh, I can't boy. even believe. Oh. Think of trying to cheer for this like actual. I have friends who are actual Laker fans, you know, like mm-hmm. lifelong. Yeah. I haven't even been able to check in. Wow. Just a little too raw. A little bummer for them that the Yankees lost too. Yeah, exactly. And Alabama Cow- got beat in Cowboys football are, the other week. Cowboys are playing well though. So <laughs> they, they got they, that going At least for they're them. Cowboys. Uh. Yeah, that's uh it is very good news for the Timberwolves though, because they are fucking broke as a team. And so that's one less team for us to probably worry about getting into the playoffs and whatnot. I will say, ha- having mentioned the Lakers, this is kind of appropriate. Maybe trading the two guys from the starting lineup that had any energy on a nightly basis was not a great idea. Pat Bev and yep. Vanderbilt, you know, mm-hmm. Vando, mm-hmm. at least every night they were out there doing something. And I'm I'm not saying that Pat Bev and Jared Vanderbilt, we, we loved them, but I'm not saying they're amazing players that I mean, anything, but they did bring some effort. They did bring some energy every yeah. single night. Mm-hmm. There's also a reason Pat Bev changes teams every four or five months. Like, it's a one-year maximum it's really with that guy. I, I mean, everyone loves him. <laughs> and then there's Bas- the sixth month of Pat Bev. Basketball so, oh, piers He really is exactly like this all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. We've got to trade him. <laughs> they tried to do like an on, like before, like the Lakers fouled somebody and the other team was about to shoot free throws. There's usually like a few seconds there. The defensive team, like Pat Bev tried to huddle everybody up for like two seconds. And this was game two. And Russell Westbrook just walked away and went to stand on the line. He's like, no, I'm not. We're not doing this, Pat Bev. He's already done with him. The, it was maybe the Gosh. first game, actually. First or second game of the season. Oh, man. Amazing. The vibes. The vibes. Nothing better or worse than I think I've ever seen. So I don't know what they're going to do, but they are very Hilarious. screwed. It's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I did. I still love LeBron. I think I just will always oh. love LeBron. Yeah, but, he's uh, the greatest basketball player of my lifetime, but he's not a general manager. Maybe he will be someday, but he is not a GM. Nope. No, he is not. He could I be just, an utterly amazing coach. Yeah, possibly. But a GM, he's not. I would, I mean, you'll just never know the story, but if you were able, and maybe I've talked about this before, some sort of sodium pentothal truth serum for everybody involved in that Westbrook trade and just to sit everybody down and be like, whose idea, who brought this up? Who has to take blame for this? Because I'm just so, like, 
who's that dumb to actually think this is going to work? And I have to assume Occam's razor is LeBron, AD, and Westbrook, right? Like they were probably the three who kind of put their their heads together and said, this is going to work, dudes. And Polinka was like, oh, all right. Okay. I don't know. Oof. I don't know how he didn't see that coming. Not a GM. Okay. Okay. Thank you. No problem. I figured you'd like to talk about that. Mm, mm, mm. Do you have anything else to say about the Timberwolves, Brandon? This is sort of the the this season your, preview. Your preview. The four Brandon. games in. This is your season time. preview. Why yeah. not? Why not now? Yeah, Pickers you know, not even here to yell at you. Where I fell on the Gobert trade um, was two things. I was back and forth on it. You could very easily see a scenario where it's a disaster. And you could very easily see a scenario if you want to, that it would be, it's incredible. Like it's four years of a great player. Um, but I fell back on that one with two things. Number one, YOLO. Uh, just let's just do it and be legends. Love it. Right. And number two, I trust Chris Finch. And if Chris Finch wanted this to happen, they made the trade happen. He has enough pull in that organization where he was not going to be railroaded. If he was like, no, this is, is awful. I don't want to play two bigs. I don't want to do that. Let's not do it. They wouldn't have done it. So that's kind of my same feeling on the Wolves right now is like, I think that they will figure something out. They've got too much talent. Uh, I do miss Jared Vanderbilt a lot. I miss Pat Bev a tiny bit, um, but Vanderbilt <laughs> was mo- not like the a most full... anyone has ever missed Pat Bev. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not like a full game changer in any regard. So no. they will. And Ant is, he's kind of one of these guys where I'm not sure how much leash to give him. I do find it refreshing and charming when he has a bad game. And at the end of the game, he goes, I was really bad tonight. Like I, I sucked. I got to get better. I know exactly what I did wrong. This is a bummer. I'll get better. I like that. But how many times can he say that before he go, all right, dude, you actually... You actually have to get better. You can't just keep admitting that you were bad. And again, he's young. So it's, that time is not now, but he does have to like, they all have to get better. Um, I still have faith in Edwards for sure. Um, I still think Gobert is oh. really good and I'm just done with Towns. But I love him, but I'm done with him. I don't know how to, that, that doesn't I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Any sense, but I know it's like <laughs> it's the opposite of Andrew Wiggins, who you hated him and he kept coming back and back and back. Towns you love, but you're just ready, ready to be over him. Yes. Yep. 
Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what they're going to do to figure it out. But again, I trust Finch to do his best and they have looked good at times. It's weird because they're like Jalen Noel and well, Kyle Anderson hasn't played, but Nas has had good moments. They have the pieces are there. Yeah. Just got to put them together. If they got to stagger Towns and go bear, that's fine. Do that. Well, I mean, as everybody points out, those guys are going to play 62 games a piece at best. So right. the fact that Nasri hasn't played all that much is he's going to, he's going to have serious minutes for a lot of this season. Yeah. Yep. So I'm not pushing the panic button. I am pushing the, I'm worried already yeah. and, and there's a two little buttons. embarrassed about it, but there's one labeled panic and there's one labeled. Ugh. And we're right. just, we're pushing that. Ugh, but yeah, a lot. Yeah. Kind of yeah. damp and soggy, but it's yeah, damp, yeah. damp and soggy is. You don't feel good pushing it, but it's there's like, condensation on it. You got to wipe your finger uh, out. Yeah. Doesn't feel like water. It might be oil. You can't figure out what's on the uh, button. You're using the end of your sleeve over your finger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just I don't want to touch it. Why is this button greasy? I don't get it. Yeah, yep. Pressing the greasy button. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, thank you, thank you again. Here to help. Okay, uh, let's check in on the wild real quick. John, I think that we all agreed when we did our wild preview that we did off, uh, we didn't do it on the podcast, that our our collective favorite player, all four of us this year, was Fred. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Fred Goudreau, (laughs) number one first-line center. We all love him. How's our boy Fred doing? How's Gator doing? We call him Gator on the podcast here. Gator Gator Goudreau. It has been a long, long time since I can remember a player who's who the pin, the opinion of the coaching staff and the opinion of the fans diverged quite so much. Fred Gedro is somehow somehow he's Dean Davison's favorite player, his favorite player of all time. Every at every turn, whatever is ailing the wild. Evenson's answer is to give Fred Gedro more ice time. It you can't figure out what's going wrong with the wild. Oh, they're they're having trouble finding a finding a center to put in between Caprizov and Zuccarello. Who should do this job? Should it be one of the many talented offensive players that the Wild have who have played center before? No, no, no. Let's go with career AHL second liner, Fred Gedro. It's it's unbelievable. It's like we have speculated on this podcast before about whether he might be the coach's son, because that's the only way that's the only way we could possibly explain how this has happened is it's un it's all it's unbelievable. And as unfortunately for chicken, Freddie, as he says, I'm not going to call a grown man, Freddie. Fred got a point tonight, which has been sad. Oh yeah! Because there we go, as, Gator. As Chicken has been pointing out for five games, currently he's tied with you and me in scoring, despite getting a ton of ice time, including power play time. And up until tonight, he was getting he's being outscored by the backup goaltender this year. But now he's tied. He's tied with Phil Gustafson after getting only fifty three minutes tonight, or whatever he played. So, um. I'm um, John. Correct tonight, me if I'm wrong, but is he being and he's like crowding out like uh, one of the young kids, like Rossi or whatever, yeah. right? Well, I mean, Marco Rossi. It's it's a little bit hard to know what to do with him because it's not like he's been playing well. But at the same time, he's 19 years old. 
So what you'd like to see is for them to sort of slowly bring him, bring, bring him along, give him more and more responsibility as he goes. But instead, what they seem to be doing is punishing him before anybody else for some reason, even though he's he's played bad. But so is everyone. Everyone has played badly. I don't know. I don't get it. I they tonight apparently they look good. They defended well. Mark Andre Fleury played and he only gave up one goal. He stopped a penalty shot and he made twenty six saves and the team played good defense and they got scoring from guys like Edro and Brandon Duhame and so it it maybe maybe that'll temper some of the some of the problems. But for the for the last couple of weeks it's been like What's going to happen first? Is Dean going to get fired or is Fleury going to retire first? And by, I don't mean like two years down the road. I mean, are either of them going to last until Thanksgiving? So having that sort of turnaround tonight is, it, it feels better. It's less angry, but it feels better. Now, Wild fans are also choosing between the two buttons or is there a third button? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. There's there's definitely the panic button, and the panic mm-hmm. button has been repeatedly mashed for the last <laughs> two weeks. Um, it's getting worn out. The the labels sort of getting worn off. The third button gives um, you like one of those aluminum bottles of Mick Golden Draft. I yeah, believe. that's right. <laughs> the third button washes and waxes your Ford Super Duty. <laughs> <laughs> God, um, damn it, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Super duty was good. <laughs> That's also good. <laughs> I don't know what the second button. I've, I've lost. I've I made Stu laugh, and now I want to be done talking for the rest of the podcast. Please pull a Costanza. <laughs> yep, yeah. I'm out. See you later. Oh God. <clears throat> good. Good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. Let's. Uh, I've got one one sneak attack segment, and then we'll get to Stu's vaunted oh, no. top six. Oh sweet. Is it What's about high school attack? football again? Because Orton back to high school football, Ortonville lost. They did. Sorry to report, at home in the playoffs. No, um, we have two segments that we've tried out a few times. They're not an every week segment, but they do happen every once in a while. One is called eating with chicken, where we talk about food with chicken, and the other one's called (laughs) drinking with stew, where we talk about drinking with stew. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this week, I want to talk about drinking with stew specifically. Stu, do you have any strategies on how to? avoid or minimize a hangover what's your game plan here um uh, a lot of water and a couple of advil before bed is usually the right call even if it's not super effective if you've really gone gone hard um i know that I had a pharmacist friend of mine who always said liquid, I like an actual IV and a couple of Benadryl and then just wake up 10 hours later. But um, I don't think a lot of people in our audience are hooking themselves up to um, IVs. Oh yeah, yeah. man. I got my <laughs> IV closet. I'll go to that. Yeah. Really so unless you have access to that type of um, function, well, that's kind of a cool, like that's a newer, like bachelor party thing as you go get an yes, IV the next day. The guys that I've had do it. I got a, were just I so got a sound effect for this segment. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Nice. Uh, my buddies had a bachelor party a couple months ago. I wasn't able to make it and they did the IV the next day, but they were so far gone. They're like, I don't know. I, I don't think it worked. You know, just because 
at that point. It, it is you're poisoning your body. So there's like only yes. limits to like how much you can do to counteract yeah. poison. It's like that seems like a time. 20 year old, like when you're 25. Yeah, I was a get, little I was a little surprised hangover <laughs> and you get an IV. It's like, all right, we're back at it when you're in your 40s. It's that's not going to help. Yeah, you're just done. The next day yeah. you're just you're dead. You're now dead. You're on the couch. You're watching HBO Max. You're like, hopefully getting like a diner breakfast to go or something. Just right. You're just useless. The the body, it the the, the recovery time on benders, it, mm. it just flat out goes away. Kids enjoy your recovery time now because it does go away. That's the it truest just, thing I've experienced so far about aging that people said about aging. It's that. It's the yeah, hangovers it's, get so much worse. Yeah, it's yeah, you just, it's you just like, can't do it. You it's like be... a three day operation now. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. yeah, you've got to you overdo it. Day. And by overdo it, I don't mean like, man, we were out so late having a rager. I mean, like you had one more beer than you probably should have. <laughs> like instead of three and three hours, you had four and three hours on a Saturday. And by Tuesday, it's like, oh, I feel OK this morning. I don't feel nearly so sore. Yeah. And then, like the thing that it gets added to it is it also like just staying up until midnight, even if you're not drinking. Yes. It's like that's so late. I know. Yes. That's why I've always you said you can do bedtime feels like it feels like heaven. Everybody, you can get drunk and you can stay up late, but you cannot do both. No, you got to pick one. Yeah, it's just it's hard. Yeah, it's body, uh, body weakens. It just does. Yeah. Now, I do think that having a lot to eat before you even take your first sip of alcohol is very helpful. Oh, yeah. So that's kind yeah, of a gotta have some, plan. some. You gotta have something in your stomach, otherwise it's just lightning down there. Staying away from shots. That's a that's an stay obvious one. Shots, stay away from stay shots. Away from that's, high gravity beers. That's not that's not very hard for me anymore. I gotta tell you. No, there, it's, you're there right. are almost no circumstances in my life now where someone's like, "We should do shots," mm-hmm. and there are even fewer where I would say, "Okay, let's go for the shots." The thing about it now is, there used to be a time when it would be kind of like. Hey, shots? I don't know. Just as like a now, I don't hardly do them. But when I do, it's when it's really important to the other person. Right. It's like <laughs> we never see each other. Uh, it's a wedding. It's You're a an bachelor party. Yeah, it's like you're going to jail tomorrow. <laughs> there's All some sort of, of thing where they bring over a shot, and it's like there again. It's not like a thing where I can be like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Get that out of my face. That used to be. Now it's like. This is really important to Jim here that we do a shot. It's a it's his birthday or some shit. So that's an easy one, though. And I think the other one, too, that I still have to keep learning is knowing, you know, I can have like three really good beers a night mm-hmm. and then it's time to turn to the bad beers. Right. It's, it's time to turn to the shitty beers. And that's a hard that's a hard move for me to make but it's a valuable lesson and it's a true lesson you've got to get away from the ipas and the russian imperial style if if it doesn't have the word light in the name you're you're doing the wrong thing you're such an idiot just go in with a plan just Mm -hmm. have three good beers that's three that's a lot of good beers yeah Mm -hmm. and those those, like and those light beers are usually pretty cheap mm -hmm. even at expensive bars you usually get a miller high life for like four or five bucks just do that it's so much i I just want to I yeah. just want to mention maybe the greatest bar experience of my life was my 10 year high school reunion. Having lived in the cities and gotten used to drinking in the cities. I I went up to the bar at the, where was it? Was it at the, 
No, it wasn't at the Moose Lodge. Was it at the Legion in Ortonville? Probably was at the Legion. And, you know, I'd run into some people I hadn't seen for a few. So I was like, all right, I need six beers. And, you know, he hands me six Mick Golden Lights. I'm like, how much I owe you? He says, six bucks. I was like, yeah, this is, is still good. This is good. I won't be leaving. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm moving back to Ortonville just for the drink praises. Brandon, another... what was the last shot you've had? I had like two shots of just vodka ah. like like a month ago at a wedding reception. <laughs> vodka? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Jesus. Are you pledging uh, a sorority? It was with Danielle's <laughs> sorority. All right. Sigma Chi, bro. Sigma Chi. Uh I was with Danielle's cousins. I don't get to see a couple of them more than once or twice a year, special occasion. They're better at drinking than I am. So it was really important to them. And I just got kind of talked into it. I couldn't be the guy that said, no, I was the only one. It was a group of nine people or something. So I didn't want to be like the one guy I was considering to the old over the shoulder, you know, just toss it away. Yep. I didn't really see the opportunity. Just, yeah. yeah didn't play. see the opportunity. Any game. <laughs> um, or I was going to do the other thing where I, where I was like, I got the next one. And I just get, eight shots of vodka and one shot of water. And I just make sure that one's mine. Yep. Um, I've done that before, but it, the, the opportunity didn't arise this time either. Um, so yeah, that was a pretty bad one. And then I just had a eight day excursion in New York and uh, it caught up to me real good. Were you in and New I York just, for work or was it just for fun? I was there four days for work and four days for fun. And I oh, wish man. I had been able to do it in opposite order if I had my wits about me, um, because it's really hard on Thursday when I've been drinking since the prior, prior Sunday oh, man. to be like, hey, today sounds like a good day to, for me to take it easy. And my friends were like, well, it sounds like a good day for me to go ape shit because I just got off the plane and it's the start of my weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was uh, it was tough. I made it. I'm here. Um. We thank I you forgot for how me. to say that word earlier, but uh, besides that, <laughs> well, I don't even know what word it was. Surprise. <laughs> We're all surprised that I'm here. Um, John, what was your last shot? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I don't remember. Hmm. It's probably a good shot. It's really there was, good. There was, a brief it was one of the two. <laughs> like, like two years ago. I don't actually remember. This might have even been pre-pandemic. This might have been like 2019 when the golfers were really good. Somehow my friends and I got into this weird tradition where we weren't watching the game together, tailgating or anything, but everybody before the game would send a video of doing a shot to everybody else. Cool. I don't know. I don't know where that started. I don't know why it started. It just seemed like a good idea. So it might have been 2019 the last time I had a shot. That's a good tradition, unless one of your friends is an alcoholic, and then it's very yeah. Then it's, as far as I know, no, I see. I don't think any of them are, but as, if this Gopher football season might turn us all into alcoholics. Yeah, so. just Saturday is you know the group text thread. It's just despondent, just the saddest people of all time texting. What are we doing? How is this happening? Why am I not outside? Yeah, I have a family. What am I doing <laughs> with my life? Where, where are my kids? Right. Uh, yeah. What about you, Stu? Um, I th- Stu's an empty uh, nester. His last shot was yeah. 10 minutes ago. No, yeah. it was a week On and a camera. half ago. Um, had a, a disco nap shot at the Nova Bar in Hudson, Wisconsin. Okay. What's that? 
That is um, a cold brew coffee made with tequila with oh, some maro and creme de, That's co- not a real creme de cocoa in it. It's fantastic. And so there actually it. is coffee in it, so it wakes you up a little yeah. bit? Yeah, it's cold, brew, it's cold brew, but instead of like water, it's made with agave tequila. Mm. Or, sorry, um, mezcal, mm-hmm. I'd have to I look think it I'm going to do one of those now. Yeah, oh, and go to that bar, by the way. It's in the Casanova Liquor Building in Hudson, Wisconsin. My friend Brett just opened it up. It's very oh, hey, cool. I just went to Casanova. Well, not just went, probably six months ago. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, great beer selection. But yeah, now they got a little bar attached to it, too. I did see the bar. I didn't go into it. I was, well, hungover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I saw it. Yeah, next I thought time about there, go there. And, and, basically go, and if you're like looking for a thing that's not Stillwater, the Main Street of Hudson is actually kind of cool. There's like yeah. a lot of bars and shop. I mean, there's more bars than there are in Stillwater, but it's a little more of a, it's a little less uh, hoity-toity. It's a little more of a middle-class vibe than the Stillwater crowd is. So yeah, you can like wear a flannel basically. So nice. Yeah, so I recommend Hudson, Wisconsin, everybody. There's, I uh, had two other hangover defense strategies that I was kind of working through. I don't think either of them are going to take. Mm-hmm. Number one is I was thinking maybe I just take like 15 minutes between rounds. Like maybe I don't have to have another beer immediately after I finish the one that I just did. Like, why can't I just take like a little bit of a break you in want, there? You, you this, want to have something in your hands. You want to do with your hands. This it's is weird. the most unreasonable strategy I've ever heard of. I know life. it is. But if you think about it, like one thing I hate is like sobering up like while awake. You know, I don't like day drinking. And then it's like, well, now I'm going to be done now. Well, no, your yeah. whole day is over. You, get, yeah. it, you have to go to bed now. Yep. So I understand the concept of like you start drinking. You just kind of have to keep drinking. But you don't need to keep drinking like chain drinking like chain smoking, like one after the other. You can, you know, because I do bar crawls every once in a while and you do have that 15 minutes between bars. That's very helpful. So I was thinking maybe I just do that. But you're right, John. It's That's never going to take. No. The other one... By the way, I just want to back up where you said that you don't like sobering up while you're awake. That's the mm. best. Nah? What? Like, no. no. Oh. John, so, if you, the hell are you talking you start, about? If you start early in the morning, but then you can be completely sober by the time it's time to go to bed. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but go to bed. It's at, it's three in the afternoon, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. If you're drinking and uh-huh. then there's a good reason to stop drinking at mm-hmm. four o'clock or whatever. And then you go to sleep immediately. You, no, you don't go to sleep immediately. You just wait till a normal time to go to bed. Whoa. And then you don't. It's great. Are, do you, do you need you like a phantom zone there, though? John? Do you? Uh, I mean, I guess you can just like nod at me and say, no. Do you do like a bunch of cocaine afterwards? or so? How do you stay awake, no, John? <laughs> cocaine. Yeah. Oh, wow. You really oh. nodded a lot vigorously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, wow. do you just do like, so. a, do you do a coffee or something after the drinks? Because I would just fall yeah. asleep and I don't like being all kind of fuzzed out. Mm-hmm sort of drunk that that's a bad feeling to me yeah i i I gotta say i've i've tried this maybe once in my whole entire life but i was very happy (laughs) i can see now again getting drunk early but not drunk drunk but like getting a nice day buzz is fantastic i love that you know what you know when this is low maintenance like a seltzer every 45 minutes or something would be to me like a real sweet spot this is this has come into play for me on the first day of the NCAA basketball tournament. Oh, yeah. Where mm-hmm. you yep. get really excited. It's 11, 10 in the morning when the first game tips off. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten overexcited, had three, <laughs> three 
heavily laden Bloody Marys or something <laughs> like that. And, you know, it's it's the second half of that first round of games. You got kind of one eye closed mm-hmm. and then at dusk. It's not even dark out. Yeah, it's it's barely finished getting light out and you're already. <laughs> but then just getting sort of your wits about you and saying, you know, this has two ways this is going to go. Either I'm going to stop right now and by bedtime, everything's going to be fine. Or I'm going to have the worst day of my life tomorrow. <laughs> there are no there's no in between between those two things. Yeah, but when you're sober, you could tell your drunk self that. But when you're drunk, I think you're thinking like, I'm fine. No, like, I'm not going to have a bad day. Tomorrow. I think I, I'm I think under I make control. better choices than that. Oh, oh, wow. I don't know. How. Well, the king of France is here, everybody. Smartest <laughs> man on earth. <laughs> she had to know we were among royalty. Oh, I make better right. decisions than that, pal. Next, next basketball tournament. Take a we're we're gonna try this on a Thursday and we'll just see see how you do, Brandon. Okay. I, we're gonna I'm do coming the John over to your house. And we're, we're having three Bloody house. Marys and then a cup of coffee, and then we're going home to our families. Is that what we're doing? Uh probably some naps in there. I don't know. Are you All a right. nap guy, Brandon? Well, I mean, I'm a drunk nap guy. Uh, and then I just, but again, when I wake back up, I'm not refreshed. The whole day, the whole night is just a uh, fog. Mm. Um, yeah, you're, you're probably right about this. Let's be the second honest. strategy that I thought about doing is just stop drinking at 10 PM. Yeah. You can yeah. be drunk after 10 PM. You'll still be drunk for a long time. I mean, obviously you'll be drunk for hours afterwards. You just don't need to have any more drinks after 10 PM. You think that would take if you have if you have the presence of mind to order a club soda, Mm. then maybe. But do you have that presence of mind? No, no. And here's the here's the I (laughs) I know that I'm making myself sound like I drink uh, like way too much. It's not. We have been we have been discussing your problem drinking for about Mm. 20 minutes now, Brandon. Yes. If this is a cry for help, it's very obvious. It's a few times a year, but in those few times a year, I thought about setting an alarm on my phone for 10 p.m. <laughs> and then it goes off. You go, oh, that's it. It's last call. I just set last call for myself. Maybe that. What do you think? Well, here's here's the thing. I, I'm guessing if if you're anything like me at this point. Any time in which you're going to be drinking for an extended period of time, Stu, this might not apply to you because your your kids are out of the house, but. Anytime you're going to be drinking for an extended period of time, it's probably an event of some kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a wedding or you're getting together with your friends that you haven't seen for a long time or you're on vacation or something like yes. that. Yep. And yeah, I'm never just a random drunk. I, that that yeah. never happens to me. Ever it's anymore. not just like a Saturday. No. Yeah. That's yeah. three, four beers. That's plenty. That's insane. I'm just again. saying it's often hard to make the correct call because you're trying to celebrate and you yes. don't want the celebration to be over. Right. So that 10 o'clock is going to work either. Damn it. Okay. Back to the original strategy. Only three good beers. That's that's eat a lot. Eat Eat a lot. lot. You have three good beers and then go volume. We're just going volume beers after that. And when people say they want to do shots, you take out your driver's license and you look at your birth year. (laughs) And if it's it starts with a one and a nine and any number eight or lower, (laughs) you don't do it. You excuse yourself to take a phone call or go to the bathroom or both. That's right. Mm-hmm. You have a work Zoom that you have to join. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, this has been this has been helpful. Okay, thank you. This has been drinking with Stu. Segment over. Um, On to Stu's top six. Oh, hey, yeah, we got a top six this week, everybody. I know it's fun. Become becoming one of our, I think, probably our most acclaimed by critics segment. Right. I think it's overtaken. John role playing and bros and turds. Yes, (laughs) it's there. Um. Anyway. Um, and this will be, I think this is actually another uh, thing that's going to really be in John's wheelhouse here. These are the top six cities in Swift County, Minnesota. (laughs) Sorry, let's hear it. Number six, Danvers. (laughs) It's Uh the home of Dan Homan, who is the voice of U of M girls hockey. I don't know if anyone else knew that or not, but. No, he's from Danvers. Yeah, he's from Danvers. He was was on my uh, dormitory floor at St. Cloud State. So Danvers is. Danvers is the only it's not it's not the kind of town you have to slow down for, but it's west of Benson. It's between Benson and Ordenville on Highway 12. And that mm-hmm. is a 41 mile stretch of Highway 12. And no one has ever driven it in less than three and a half hours. It's the <laughs> longest 41 miles in the entire world. Oh, but the earth, you can you, you leave Benson and Ordenville's not a big town. It doesn't have big buildings, but you can see Ordenville on the horizon. The earth is so flat. It's, mm-hmm. You can see the curvature of the earth, and then there's Ordinary. You can see the power plant off in the distance. It's just the longest time of your life, and Danvers is the only thing that comes close to bringing that, breaking that up. The only thing I know about Danvers, because I just Googled it, is there's something called Judicial Ditch Number 80 is in Danvers. That's a good ditch. It's a good ditch. Number 80. Yep. Judicial number one in your ditch. hearts. Mm-hmm. Judicial. Yep. Okay. Number I five. swear I said those words correctly. It's not, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Number five, Benson. Benson's fine. It's fine. Benson is fine. It's got a subway. It's got a gas station. Mm -hmm. It's got, uh, my great grandparents were born there. All right. Uh, it's got a great, it's got a great dentist office, blue stem dental run by Mm -hmm. one of my friends. Mm -hmm. Number four, Kirkhoven. Ooh. No Murdoch, no Sunberg. They know why. Just Kirkhoven. Just Kirkhoven. I don't, I don't think Sunberg is actually in Swift County, but Murdoch is. But fuck Murdoch. Sunberg's not a real town. Yeah. It's, yeah. They just throw that on there because you need that for the, the school thing. They get more tax money that way, I think. Kirkhoven um, has a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. That's uh, amazing. Why, Thank I, you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, Brandon. Yeah. Um, number yeah, three. Oh, ratings. Yep. Number three, Appleton. 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 So that's, that is the home of former twin Jerry Kuzman, who went to jail for tax fraud. <laughs> no, the Coos? The Coos. Can I tell you, can I tell you a story involving Appleton? And tax Appleton, fraud? Appleton, well, you probably. Let's, let's Appleton's hope. part of Lackoparl Valley High School, mm-hmm. one of the many schools near Ordenville. And it's a uh, it's co-op between Appleton and Milan and a couple other towns, Madison. And when they were combining all these high schools in Black Pearl Valley, they couldn't decide which town should get the high school. So what they did in a, I would say, a shining example of logic and compromise is they put it out in the middle of a cornfield in the middle of nowhere. It's closer to Dawson than it is to any of the towns that are in the high school. So congratulations, Appleton. 
Yeah, Dassel Cocado did that. They just put it right in between Dassel and Cocado in the middle <laughs> of nowhere. It's just by a grain elevator. It makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. You people, figure Appleton's, out. Appleton's, figure it out. Appleton's vape shop is called Bad Apples. <laughs> Good. That's that. Again, people are learning things tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly it's an me. educational segment. <laughs> mostly on how not to fight a hangover. Um, number two. Holloway <laughs> population 92, 92. I know nothing about Holloway. They have a post office. Wow. It was named after one of the early settlers whose last name was Holloway. Bob post office, Bob post office, Holloway <laughs> five-time all-star for the Pittsburgh pirates. Um, oh. I'm kidding. None of that made sense. Oh, and we're finally on to number one, my personal favorite. And again, these are not scientific, but they are correct. Clontarf. <laughs> I knew it. I knew Clontarf was going to be number one. The haters are going to disagree, but the real heads know. Yes. We, we love the tarf here at the Sporting If you Podcast. know, you know. Yep. Clontarf represent. We we celebrate the tarf. Clontarf. This is because of the name, right? <laughs> of course it is. It's Clontarf. Backwards, it's Fratnalk. It's basically just as, <laughs> I mean, we all just know as this. weird sounding. Yeah, Clontarf. Just it was on named after one of the early settlers. Funny names are funny. Clontarf wins. 164 people. Well, that's, all, that's more, almost twice as much as Holloway. Big. It's big. Big. The tarf. So, anyway, that's your top six for the week, everybody. Really big good. loss for Benson coming in at number five. Yeah. I know. There's a lot of competition out there in the sticks. So. Benson's got to look itself in the face and figure out what it's doing wrong. Bad PR. Bad yeah. PR. Figure reps. it out, Benson. Yeah, I'll talk to my family. I still got some roots there. I got some people. You may not want to say that because I think there's also like in Murdoch or Sunberg, there's like a white supremacist church. Yes. So yeah, that's um, that's why that's why that's why Murdoch didn't get in. By the way, uh, <laughs> racking my brain thinking about my extended family members and who I suspect might be. Yeah, there could there's some there's some oh, suspects. Yeah, everyone, we, everyone from outstate knows we all have there, a couple a that maybe out there who's expressed some opinions that are they read a couple of the wrong facebook posts yeah. and, like, and all the sheets are missing uh, yeah <laughs> you ask them where they were on january 6th and they won the cop. So, yeah it's not it's not great it's not it's not a good time in rural america no. but that's a whole other podcast and we're trying to be happy here the vikings are five and one we're talking about clontarf brandon was in new york for eight days drunk as hell but no throwing up mm-hmm. john's um i did my friend did. team is better um yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's right. It was Brandon, a I, have a New York, I have a New York City question for you. Yes, You're please. in New York City. Loved You're in it. New York City. It's obviously the, the biggest town in the world. Mm-hmm. How do you decide what to do for an evening? Right. There's right. too many options. There are too many options. I really think that you should think less about what the city has to offer and think about Think more about what makes you personally happy, because whatever okay. you want, sitting in a room you by can myself. Get... Well, John, they have some of the best sitting in a room by yourself places in the whole country. Now, if you are a very fancy, musical loving Italian food person, the best yep, place you me. could ever go to is New York City, and it's got the best show tune plays whatnot and the most <laughs> incredible 
expensive Italian shit you've ever had. If you're a person who likes to see celebrities, there's a bunch of places you could go do that. If you like to do very like historical, I want to know about the history of the United States. Well, there's a shitload of that in New York as well. Also, if you want to be a huge dirtball and have meals that cost under $5, New York City can be the cheapest shit in the entire country. It is, it is so cheap. You can walk everywhere. It's whatever you want it to be. So I don't think about like, like when you go to Nashville, you go to Broadway and you walk down the streets and you listen to music and you drink beers and you sit on patios. That's what you do in Nashville. There's a couple other things here and there, but that's mostly like, that's what you do. And that's awesome. Super fun. New York is you figure out what you like and what you want to do. I mean, we went to New York for a March Madness and just hung out eating wings. It was a couple years ago, probably three, four years ago, eating wings in sports bars. And we had the time of our fucking. <laughs> I want to believe I want to believe that you this went time, to Buffalo Wild Wings. You did a little bit more of like, let's go see like the West Village. Let's go see Central Park. Let's go see the High Line. Um, and just kind of, I don't know. I've been there enough where I kind of know where I'm going and what I'm doing. Um, and we like to go over to Brooklyn. A lot of hipsters. I will say. This time we also went to Madison Square Garden for a Knicks game. Um, that was not quite a bucket list, but it was really, really, really fun. Very cool. Um, and the second most interesting thing was looking at what people are wearing in Brooklyn these days. What are people wearing in Brooklyn these days? I have never seen anything in my life so chaotic and unhinged as people dressing in Brooklyn. Every single person looked wildly different from the person next to them. There was absolutely no through line of what they're wearing. The only way I can say it is mm-hmm. if you walked into your closet and it was pitch black and you had to grab articles of clothing and bring them out and put them on and you had to wear them around the city. That's how people looked. They all looked like they got dressed completely in the dark and had no idea what the occasion was. There were women in like Lululemon joggers and a trench coat and high heels that is that shit doesn't make any sense to me dudes in like purple t-shirts and ripped flannels and then like short shorts and like i don't know doc <laughs> martens it's like clothing man wearing like a dodgers hat but fucking nuts um <clears throat> so i love that uh just the just the chaos of it all um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's my opinion about New York. I think it's, if you like planning and exploring, there's nothing more fun than New York. It is just, there's so many different vibes that you get in, in a different day. Uh, just culture on culture on culture. It's just the, just the best ever. But if you're a person who kind of likes your entertainment kind of like there for you, I can see New York being like pretty exhausting. I would probably suggest like stay in this neighborhood all day and then go to this neighborhood all day and don't go out, do other stuff. And we were taking subway Uber. We took bikes over the bridge. I mean, we did a lot of stuff. So, um, I love it though. Every time I go, it's an absolute, like unforgettable time. That's my New York review. I wish I was young and cool. Like you ran in. Yeah, no, nope. We're a bunch of old dads. Mm -hmm. That's why we spent half an hour. And this episode talking about my hangovers. Nah, what are you going to do? You're cool for a couple of years. I know. It's over Your now. Friends, you've got cool friends who are like, let's go to New York. My friends are like, we should go to Brainerd. 
for the weekend. <laughs> I went to Hudson, Wisconsin. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going yeah. to Breezy Point. We're going to the Commander. Here we go. Is Commander still open? Oh yeah. I honestly don't know. My friends were just there uh two weeks oh, ago. Good God. Yep. Yep. Classic. Oh, oh. You know, yeah. the reason that my friends and I like New York is they don't have to plan anything and I just cart them around and I get to feel very smart for having things be pulled off correctly. And that's very oh, important man. to be in my, my old age to have a little bit of validation because I'm. So what insecure. I just learned here is that I want to go to New York, but I'm taking Brandon with me yeah. and then I'm, I'm going to have the time of my life. Yeah. If you tell me what you like. Yes. If not, <laughs> no, we're in trouble. <laughs> All right, Brandon, I want to go to Madison Square Garden, and otherwise I don't want to leave the hotel. <laughs> I like sports in a good bedtime. Can you hook <laughs> yep. me up, Pete? Can you accommodate? 9 p.m., we're going to drink from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day and then have a cup of coffee and be done. <laughs> you know what? That sounds awesome. Oh, that sounds <laughs> so fun. Seriously, that's made my heart sing. Uh-huh. Yep, that would be one of the greatest things ever. Okay, cool. We're well over our allotted time. Oh, um, shit, yeah. Jesus. I had so much fun. That was great. Good talking yeah, to you. Thanks for coming again. Back. Yeah, I came back. Skull Vikings. Skull fight. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.